Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. Let's read the word and, uh, and then we'll get going on things here. So uh, if we go to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3, this is going to be a good word for someone today. I can feel it. I can feel it. I can feel it. Uh, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God. For pulling down strongholds, for casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So Lord, we just pray here this morning, Lord God. We just recognize that you have the authority over everything, Lord God. There is nothing that we walk through in life that you do not have supreme rulership over. And we just thank you for that today and bless you. As you're taking a seat, uh, why don't you high-five two people and say, who's the boss? Thank you, band. What an amazing, amazing worship. Every time I've come up here, I've been absolutely ecstatic about the worship. I love the worship here. Uh, you guys have something where uh, sometimes in a bigger church you don't actually uh, get the ability to have some, some flowing. There's a lot of structure. You guys do actually have some amazing worship, and I want to congratulate you on that and the, uh, the music team there. Uh, so as you know, I am Christian's younger brother. I have to wear glasses so that my mum knows that it's me, not Christian. Uh, and so, uh, and the greys are on, on the side. Okay, so thank you, Christian. Uh, so that's right. Uh, anyway, so we're, we're up here from, um, from college, obviously, and uh, had a really good time this week. Uh, we do thank you uh, for opening your house to us uh, and allowing us to bear the name of C3 Noosa, uh, you know, as we go about the community. And we hope that we've uh, uh, represented you well enough and represented the King well enough there as well. Uh, we certainly have been praying for fruit to come from that, and I definitely believe over the next period of time that that will actually happen. You'll have people that will come to you that will say, hey, we've got a brochure here. Uh, we had these young, young people come and talk to us, and, uh, and here we are. So get ready for it. Uh, so um, first and foremost, who, who partook in the Father's Day Challenge last week? Did, here we go. What the heck was that about? <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw babies down shirts. I saw ironing boards. It was just all going on. I, I thought, what have I got myself into next week? So I've got to somehow back that up. Uh, brother to Christian, uh, and so I probably have the privilege to uh, say some stories that other people may not. It's kind of like a 21st, right? Uh, why not, eh? So, yeah, cut the, cut the mic, no. Uh, and so basically, uh, you may not know uh, Christian, uh, when he was younger, um, was very much uh, an outlaw, uh, one might say. He was heading on a very uh, dark and sinister path. Uh, and I remember one day... I remember one day how he was, uh, he was riding into town and on his, on his uh, bicycle and uh, he had his helmet on his head but uh, the, the clips weren't done up and, uh, and, the, and the cops actually pulled him over, pulled the, pulled the sirens on and pulled him over and said, what are you doing? You're supposed to have your, your straps done up. Now, what's your name? What's your Christian name? It's Christian. Don't be smart with me, son. What's your Christian name? It's Christian. And I think he didn't know that it was Christian, and so we actually wrote him up a ticket anyway, because so, he was so embarrassed. With Lissy, I also, I don't want to spare Lissy here either. Uh, one time, uh, Christian was on a, uh, a trip overseas, and, uh, <laughs> and I, uh, 
I went to, to visit Ch- uh, Liz and uh, I think it was Noah at the time, and, uh, and I knocked on the door and walked into the house, and well, Lissy must have thought the Christian came er- home early, so she comes charging at me, ready to jump on me. I had to duck and weave, and ch- Liz, Liz, it's Matt, it's Matt, let, let me be. I had to, uh, had to get out of there quick smart. That's, uh, that's, uh, I love my family. I love my family. So today I really want to talk to you as a student. So receive me as a student. I'm just learning stuff. We're all learning stuff until we die. So I was, I was thinking, uh, you know, what, what would be a good word here to bring today? And, and, and really I was kind of thinking, you know, along the lines of, of uh, you know, making the, the word your weapon and, and what have you. And I was really bringing this uh, uh, you know, this, this message as a, as a teaching message. But then I kind of stepped back and, and with the guidance of Christian as well, I kind of thought, well, hang on, my testimony is actually uh, going to really feed in well there. So today it's actually going to be part teaching, but then backed up by a lot of, you know, what I have work, walked through personally. So I hope that that helps someone today. Uh, it may be a little personal at times, but I think that you guys can possibly handle it. And uh, today our message, of course, is who's the boss? Uh, so this is good. One of the things that becomes evident when you're a, uh, a student uh, and, you, and you, you, you're looking at these, you know, the Bible every day and the Holy Spirit and, and this, that and the other is it becomes so evident that we're, we're in a war, you know. It just, everything that you sort of come up against, there is a battle for things. There's a battle for relationships, a battle for families, a battle for, you know, uh, prayer time with God. It's a battle to keep your job, to get a promotion at your job. There's always a battle that's kind of going on. Uh, and so that's one thing that we always sort of tend to see at college, you know, you're there every, all the time, but I'm sure you guys could probably relate to that to some degree. Uh, you know, if you've got kids, I'm sure that you would probably relate to that. I don't yet, but Chichi tells me that it can be a bit of a handful. Uh, but one of the beautiful things as well that you learn then is also um, what is available to you in the Word. You know, you learn that the answer is Jesus Christ, and like, like what we are saying before and what we're singing about as well is that... Uh, there is nothing that is higher than the name of Jesus Christ, you know? How awesome is that? That nothing that you're walking through today, you know, next week, you know, in the past or whatever it might be, is ever going to be big enough than the Jesus Christ uh, that sits on the throne. How good is that? That's awesome, you know? That's an awesome, awesome kind of thing. So that's what we're learning. And, uh, and man, I'm passionate about that. When I come into church, I am fired up and I love it. Uh, I'm actually going to skip point number one for a reason. So we're going to go point number two. Does everyone here take notes or anything like that? I'm a big note taker. Even if you're not that good a preacher, I'll still take some notes. Uh, So if you want to do the same, please feel free. Uh, So that is good. We're actually going to go to point number two, which is are you armed? And so are you armed? So basically part of my testimony Grew up in a, uh, a, uh, a Catholic family, seven children. Had a foster brother as well, so it was a big, busy kind of household there. Uh, my dad was a, uh, a hospital chaplain uh, as well as a full-time builder. Uh, and so he was a busy man, but he was bringing Christ to, to those who were broken, who were sick. I always remember opening our home to, uh, you know, drug addicts and, and people who weren't doing well in life. Uh, who were on the edge and, and what have you, and that was an amazing formation to who we are, and, uh, and it helped us, you know, in later life, in reaching out to people, you know, that is the work of the cross, more than anything else, really, 
Uh, that's what Jesus came to do, was, uh, was bind up the brokenhearted, be the answer to people. Uh, I was quite a good kid, I think, uh, so, and, that, and that was all good and well. But at, nine, at the age of 19, I sort of had a situation where my world was rocked. The relationship came to an end. I wasn't expecting that. And, uh, and at that time, I wasn't finding, uh, well, I ran to, I guess, the wrong group of people. I didn't feel like there was a support uh, where I was, and I ran to the wrong people, and that was my school friends, and, and that kind of took me... Uh, you know, to a, uh, to a different track than, than what I possibly should have stayed on. And I made the wrong decisions. And at that point, I then thought, you know what? I'm actually going to make myself the boss. I had been to church all my life. 19 came along with it. No, I'm going to do a better job than this. I'm over it. I'm the boss now, okay? So I'm going to take the reins. And, uh, and, 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 and that was, you know, that was the start of what was actually a pretty big decline. When you, when you go out and you you know, you're partying and, and having a great time. You think that it's amazing. And that is the deceit of, of, of you know, the devil. He comes to, uh, to, to deceive us in, in our thinking, thinking that this is great. And really, you, you think you're having some good times and, you, and you're getting, you know, boozed up and you're, you're gambling and you're smoking and you're, you're, you're partying. Uh, but who knows that, that uh, that's not a sustainable life. And uh, before long, I actually then hit the skids. Uh, I was probably an alcoholic by the, the age I was 22 and, uh, and, and just wasn't in a good way at all uh, and, uh, and, and, and slid into, you know, depression and, uh, and some anxiety there uh, and that wasn't too good by the age of kind of 25 there and, uh, and, and I was, you know, really right on the edge, really at a dark place, you know, and there would probably be, statistics will say that there is probably uh, a portion of, of people in here who may have... Uh, been at that point and, and really whether it's you know anxiety or depression or or if it's outbursts of anger or whatever it might be I'm sure that someone here can relate to being in a situation where you're backed up against the wall you're right on the edge and uh, and, and and things just aren't doing too good uh, I knew that uh, being my own boss at that point obviously wasn't working so I'd given it a good run I'd really exhausted most of my options, uh, and, uh, and really it just wasn't, wasn't perfect there. So, uh, you know, I was anxious and, and, uh, and what have you. But that time, I actually then came back and I kind of thought, you know what, like the, the, the prodigal son, I thought, you know what, I've got to make my way back. You know, even if I am uh, subjected just to, you know, being a, a backseat dweller or whatever it might be, uh, I'm just going to come back along. You know, I'm going to seek that forgiveness. I, I felt so much shame and, uh, and I just didn't want to be recognized. And, you know, I would, I would just hang out there beside, you know, Christian Melissa often and, and just kind of really duck in and duck out of church and this and that. But I did make that step to come back. Uh, and so, you know, it... it, it, it even when you make the decision to come to God, who knows that you've also then got to sort of sometimes, uh, you know, walk through the issues that you've got yourself into, right? So it's not like uh, God is a good luck charm and, uh, or Jesus is going to come and wave, wave his magic wand over things. You've got to walk through stuff, right? But that is also the growth of character, right? And so that actually then, funnily enough, it then all things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his, his purpose, Right? Uh, and so that can then actually formulate the character that you need for your next season, right? So you just got to always kind of think there is, a, there is a way out of here, but then also no matter how comfortable it is, uncomfortable it is, if you stay the course, 
uh, you'll actually then, you know, have the goods. You'll be grown much, much more than what you ever were previously. So stay the course in, in that regard. Uh, and so... So, obviously, it was still a bumpy road, uh, turning my life around, but um, the more that I read God's Word, and the more I got it stuck inside of me. So, uh, with any of these types of things, I had a problem with controlling my thoughts, or I thought that I did, right? I kind of used to get really anxious that I couldn't actually control my thoughts. I thought, hang on, I'm subject to whatever comes in here, I have to run with and work over and, and this and that and the other. And at this point, Chichi grabbed the, uh, sorry, do we call you Chichi? Okay, let's just go with that. Um, <laughs> grabbed me and, and, and really instilled in me the value of this here, you know, the word. Now, I have, this is a, almost a rat, ratty old Bible now. I open this up and there are times where I cannot see the verse number. I cannot see the words that are written because I've highlighted, I've circled, I've scratched around, I've made notes. But there also came situ- come situations where I now speak out of the word, right? And sometimes I kind of think to myself, well, how did I know that? Or, or where did that come from? I didn't even know that that was inside of me. You know, and, and it was this kind of thing that, that you just keep sticking in here and things progressively become revelation to you. Right, I've got my Connect guys who uh, who I'm I'm going there. You know, there is we, we range everywhere from a a uh, a guy who was a youth pastor over in the states. He's come over here to college. He's in my Connect group. He's taking uh, time out just to get edu- you know a bit more education there. Uh, and uh, and it ranges all the way to guys who are dropping f bombs all the time at, at C group, which I love because it, it challenges my guys and they're real you know grassroots guys. They're not. Uh, coming to church yet, but how good is that to have the, have the range of people there? We don't discriminate. We don't, it's a safe place. It's awesome. Uh, but basically, I'm challenging them to get the word inside of you. Even, if you. even if you read over it and it doesn't really sink in, and you kind of think, I don't even remember what I, what I read there, you know what? God's Spirit will actually make sure that that does get in there and that it does sit in there. So don't just, uh, don't just flick it to the side and say that the Bible isn't for me. If you get it inside of you, that is then what will feed you, but it will also then cause you to overcome. And that's the, uh, that's the big thing there. Um, so eventually I actually came to the realisation that I was quite heavily armed after a few years, which was, which was flipping awesome. You know, how good is that? Uh, and once I became... <laughs> like I, no, it, was just, it was actually this real realisation time. And I kind of thought, oh, hang on, there is more in me than I actually have given myself credit for. But then also, where do we go with that? What do we do with it? You know, now it's sort of like, oh, well, uh, I've, I've now got the weapons. Do I let them sit there, you know, kind of redundant, just there for me, or just sitting on the shelf, or do I actually then use them? Um, so I actually then figured out that I needed to become personally active in fighting battles uh, not only for myself, but then for others. In Ephesians 6, verse 10 and 11, it says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take, take a stand against the devil's schemes. See, before we can start being effective, we need to know who we're fighting and then also what we're fighting with. Uh, you know, we are not fighting 
bosses. We're not fighting children. We're not fighting neighbours. We're not even fighting our spouses. We are fighting against uh, principalities and powers that we cannot see that then, that then are often the motivation behind someone's attitude or, or, or anything like that. So oftentimes you can't react, you know, to, to this. If you've got your eyes open and you can then kind of say, okay, so this is a little bit, this is a little bit fun, but I can actually see what's happening behind here, right? So we're not then attacking people, we're loving people. We're giving them grace and space to then actually then go home, think about it, pray about it, re-engage, and then go from there. In the next part of Ephesians, in verse 12, it says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms, which is what we're talking about then. So once we've come to see that um, we're fighting in the spiritual and choose to get armed, so you've really got to make that choice, and that's a daily choice, a weekly choice, uh, you've then got to, uh, we can start to enjoy the, the actual progress that we're seeing. You're asking how? The last part of Ephesians, and it's a little bit chunky, but, but if you can go there, it's Ephesians 6, 13 to 18. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day, it's, it's always great that it's only a day of evil that comes. It's not a week or a, a month or a lifetime. or It's a day of evil. You know, so we've always got to put these things in perspective. You know, your, your day today is not your day tomorrow. Yeah? Uh, and uh, and, and that is, that's awesome to know. We spend eternity with Jesus Christ in glory. We only spend a day, you know, kind of battling these things. If you can stick it out for a day, you know. And there's, there's even really good, uh, you know, uh, motivation in that. When your pastor says, come to church every week go to a connect group, you know, this, that, and the other, do it because it's not saying it to uh, just fill a program or, or, or have things to do or, you know, anything like that. It's, it's for a reason. It's so that you can then walk through uh, what you, uh, what you, you know, life. It just isn't easy when we do it as our own boss. Uh, so the day of evil, you may be able to stand your ground and after you've done everything to stand. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Knowing this, my third point is, are you dangerous? So what's the point of, like, the military being armed with the most current technology or, or the most awesome weapons or, or something if we were to be invaded and, uh, and they weren't actually able to shoot them or they didn't have the knowledge to or they didn't have the, uh, the authority to, you know? What's the point if you're being shot at and you can't actually shoot back? The point is, is that once you then get to the realisation of, the, yes, I am actually powerful and effective here I can then be dangerous you know what man if, if, if I see and, I, and I've had this many times uh, since the realisation of people coming to me and, uh, 
and you identify something in them. And you think, hang on, that's a, that's, that's a spirit of anxiety on you. And we're, gonna, we're just going to pray, pray about that. We're going to cut it off. You are not anxious at all. There is a spirit of peace upon you and this and that. Well, man, when you see their, their countenance change, when you see peace come upon them, you think, hang on, this person was going to walk through the, the rest of the day, the rest of the week, you know, until someone actually dealt with it or they dealt with it themselves, they're walking with it, you know. So how good is that to fight for our brothers and sisters? So we need to know uh, the truth and be convinced by it. Um, we need to understand that because of Jesus Christ, we have been made righteous. Uh, and we've got to, you know, go through all of those um, that armor and actually understand we're ready to, to, to preach the good news. You know, we've got the shield of faith, faith with us. So after I started my, uh, my journey back, I, uh, I came to regular church, you know, and, and if I was to say anything, that is one thing that I say. If you are regular in going to church, that's, I, I'm going to tell you, it's 50% of the, the battle. That's it, you know. If you, want, if you want technicalities and this and that and, and doctrines, forget it. This, this alone is what will keep you going. If you come to church, that is half of your battle right there. That's it. Um, but I then, I then started going to, uh, to night school. I thought, I'm, I'm working full time. I'm now going to go to night school. It was one day a week, Monday night, three hours on a Monday night. Amazing. Starts getting you equipped just with some other, you know, stuff that, that I may not have been able to educate myself with uh, just reading the Bible kind of thing. Helping, having other people input into you. But I also then started, um, uh, I started going to uh, my first connect group, uh, which uh, Christian uh, directed me to and said, you need to go to this connect group. And you know what? I'll tell you what. When, you ca- when I came back, I said, I'm not boss anymore. Right? So, so Jesus is my boss. Okay, just so everyone knows. But also, then I, I have one, two, three kind of people who then are also my boss. I'll tell you what, this guy is one of my bosses. <laughs> you know, I, I still give him the old uh, jab in the ribs every now and then. Uh, but he is one guy that can say to me, Matty, okay, it's enough of that now. You've now gone on to the next level, and that now doesn't suit you. It doesn't work for you. It's not you. You now need to go to Connect Group, right? Fine, that's fine. I'll go. Uh, because you're the boss, right? Not always the boss, but most of the time, okay? Not the, not the overall boss. Uh, so anyway, so I went to Connect Group. And uh, I tell you what, if I, was to, if I was to put one point in my life, aside from, um, you know, giving myself to, to Christ, uh, I would say getting into a Connect Group is also that point. Uh, that was a point where I was being continually fed in a more, uh, you know, smaller uh, situation. But connect groups really, they allow you to then workshop your ideas, you know. Uh, so I could then say, well, you know, if, when Pastor Phil's on the stage, I can't say, sorry, sorry, Pastor Phil, uh, when you were saying this about the blood of the Lamb, what does that actually mean? Uh, it just doesn't really work at Oxford Falls. I don't know if it does here. No, no okay. Uh, and so... <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah, leave it to your connect groups. Uh, and so uh, this was an awesome opportunity. But at connect group, the connect group leader then said, okay, now it's your turn to start a connect group, right? And this is really where it all comes, comes into play about being dangerous, okay? I, I took their advice. I thought, I'm not ready yet, but I started a connect group. 
And I started having guys come to my connect group uh, that were, uh, you know, it started with two, two people, really, me, my assistant, and one other guy. So, awesome. Praise God for the day of small beginnings, right? Uh, yeah, how good... You, you, uh, I, side note, this one's for free. Uh, so, uh, you uh, just always enjoy the season that you're in. Recognise it, and then enjoy it. Thirdly, I'd say, then allow someone to speak into your world to say, okay, you're, you're now in the next season. If you're, if you're a new believer... Enjoy being a new believer. Enjoy not knowing a thing about the Bible. Enjoy not knowing there's even a, a, a newer and an Old Testament. And just kind of just work, work through it. You're not expected to do this or that. You, you just start off here. But then also, when you're on to the next stage, you've got to think, hang on, now I can't act like this anymore. I then should be then a little bit more of a leader. I need to stop talking like this and I need to you know, start acting like that. I need to be then modelling for other people. And then if you're advanced, there are things that a Christian can't really do, you know, much anymore. But he walks in a power, right, that is associated with the season that he's in, you know. And you just always got to keep moving along in those seasons. Uh, the irony of it is, is that um, with, this, uh, with this connect, uh, I actually then started to attract, and, and I thought that this was the most cruel of jokes, I used to attract guys who were having these, the same pressures that I did, who were, who were right on the edge, had anxiety, you know, were, 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 were really in dark places, you know, ready to do some dark things, you know, kind of thing. And they're coming to my connect group. And I'm thinking to myself, how the heck does this happen? How do, how do these guys find me? <laughs> well, what the heck? Every other, every other connect group looks like they're skating down at the mall. And here I am sort of, you know, dealing with all this. And I used to be, I actually really was, was like, God, this is unfair. I'm over it. You're a big meanie. Uh, and, uh, but, but eventually, my leadership came to me and said, but Matt, that's the whole point. You have then led, you've, you've stayed the course, you've, you've allowed yourself to progress and move on through. Now, you're actually helping others. So the irony of it is, in the earlier days, when I actually made that transition, oh, that's why I went through the stuff that I went through. It was to help these guys come through, right? How cool is that? But it was interesting. Early in the early days, I would have catch-ups with 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 my guys, and uh, and they were talking about having panic attacks and anxiety and this and that and the other. And I'd I'd be on the other side of the table having a panic attack myself, right? But you don't, uh, you know, you uh, no, it's all good. You you've got it. You got it covered. You know, God is there for you. You know, this and that and the other. But I tell you what, it is that warfare. So I was battling with it. Man, I forged straight through. Now, you've got to then look and you've got to think, hang on, does it look like I am suffering with anxiety, depression, anything like that now? You know, does it, does it look like that's, that's the case? No. You know, and so basically, how good is that? You've gone through, you've gone through the season. Now, uh, the devil can't come to me and tell me anything, you know, about, about this. He can't come and push me through because I already know the keys. I already know the answers now. So there's nothing that he can bring against me. I, well, I've been there before. I know, I know what, what, what weapons I'm using uh, when that actually comes, when those stresses come. And, uh, and I can help then our guys, uh, you know, head on through that. Uh, just coming back to then point number one, really, is are you in? So are you in? 
And really it came back to me recommitting my life to Christ. You can go through life without a boss. You can be the boss, you know. There's no, no worries. You, you do it. But it's a struggle. And, uh, and, you know, how equipped are you to be the boss, you know, in reality, you know. And some of us would have tried different, different things and this and that. And I believe it's a daily battle, you know, to actually then, uh, you know, fight that fight. And, uh, and to allow, you know, there are certain areas that we will give over and there are some that we won't. But that was really the, uh, the best decision of my life was to come back to, to Jesus Christ. So since then, I have traveled the world multiple times. Uh... I've really enjoyed, and I really have enjoyed, victory over depression and anxiety. That's not often something that people can say. Part of my duty then is to ensure that people, you know, that I can forge that way for others, right? And you'll have your own battle that, you know, you can then help other people through. You can get around someone who is younger, who may have, you know, problems with anger. Or you could get around someone who has problems with, you know, looking at the wrong things on the internet. Or you could get around someone who is struggling, you know, uh, raising their children. But also, if you're on the other end, you've you got to let people do that for you. So every time we come to church, we actually see and we know that there are a few different uh, postures in, in, in the room. And there may be people here today who have never known Christ, who, who have no clue really what I'm talking about, you know don't necessarily know much about heaven. You're really at the, at the start, you know? And you want to come back to Christ today. Well, there might be people who once knew Christ and have fallen away. And have said, you know what? I'm going to be my own boss. And you've gone and done what you've done. And you've kind of figured out, I'm, I'm here in church again. And I want to make a, a new commitment. Well, there may be people here today as well who, just if you left here today and you were to pass away, you just question whether you would make it to heaven. And so as we bow our heads now and, and close our eyes, I want to really... Let that message resonate in us. And I want to ask those questions again. I want you to search your heart. If 
If you're that person who has never met Christ, has never invited him in to be your personal Lord and Saviour, in a couple of moments I'm going to ask you to raise your hand. If you're the person that did know Christ and, and did enjoy a good walk with him, but you're now away from him, in a couple of moments' time, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand and just acknowledge that you're coming back to him. And if you're the person who is just unsure about eternity, that if you were to die today, where would you go? There is assurance here for you today that you would be going to heaven. And I'll ask you to raise your hand. So with, with our church, just praying for a minute, if you fit one of those categories there, I want you to raise your hand when I count to three. So if you don't know Christ or if you're coming back to him or if you're just unsure about eternity, on the count of three, I want you to just raise your hand briefly in the air so I can acknowledge it and then you can put it back down. So on the count of three, I want you to do that for me. One, two, three. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Visit us online at c3noosa.org.